everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the Combi Air Station. My name is Ben, and I'm this Josh. is Josh, and we're gonna talk about gonna more education stuff. Yeah. I Specifically, I think we were gonna get into history and geography. Arguably two of the most boring subjects. No offense to any history or geography. They're, they're, no, no, there. no, 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 no. All offense. They're very boring. You're gonna, they're yeah. so boring. Let's but be real. honestly, thank you. They probably were the most boring <laughs> subjects in school when we were in school. I don't know yeah. what the condition is now, but I... let's let's talk about. So let's get into first, like on the surface, what do you think? Let's go for your history first. What is it about history that was generally boring about it in school? <laughs> for me, it was my teacher. Okay. My teacher was not a young man. He was very full white head of hair. He had lived history. He had lived history okay. and he was monotone, but it doesn't help that the content was boring too. I just didn't care for it. Okay. Okay. That's no, that's good. When we talk, so I think, I think if I were to, um, if I were to summarize, I think the, the, the overarching, uh, feeling here is you really can't, you can't sympathize with, with people in history. It's very difficult to sympathize with somebody who's experienced something you haven't. Right? Yeah, it, it's difficult. I so you know I had I had uh, many friends um, whose relatives or sorry whose grandparents had survived through the Holocaust, mm. and I had met I have met Holocaust survivors. I have been to the Holocaust Museum in, in Washington, and believe me, it is breathtaking. And it is there is definitely an element of life changingness to it. But at the end of the day. It is impossible for me to really understand what it was like because I wasn't there. Yeah. And the, it doesn't matter how many stories I get. So I think there's, you know, that's that's something that somebody is. You can't relate with history. It's very yeah. tough to relate with history. Yes, it is. You know, I don't know what I have in common with Alexander the Great. I very, very vividly <laughs> remember falling asleep in every history class. Yeah. I used it as my middle of the day nap. And yep. then just, I went to gym directly afterwards. Yeah. So, now, um, geography. So doing a quick say, what, what makes geography? Why is geography so hard for people to ingest and so hard for people to stay interested in? This one I actually don't know, but I also wasn't very interested in it either. So why weren't you interested in it? Uh, it's boring. This stuff's just again, not it comes, that fun. Again, it comes back to, <laughs> there's something just not inherently exciting about it. I mean. Yeah, it's just, like it's the earth. Like, it's cool if you get to go and see. We, we have maps. Why do I need to learn about where they are? I can Google where everything is, right? Yep. Why, why do I need to actually learn it in school? Okay. So, we've nailed it down that definitely yeah. the subject needs to be more engaging. True. Right? You need very to engage true. beyond the reading side of things. You need to engage someone. It's very hard to simulate history. Yeah. In the real world. Yes. However. Now let's go to the <laughs> I, I've had this thought, I've asked you this question, if there's anybody in history who's deceased, who you would like to have a conversation with, who would it be? Oddly enough, uh, it would probably be one of the commanders from the World War II. A any of them, a any team. Now, let's say that they die afterwards anyway, <laughs> um, because they're not alive. Um, honestly, a conversation with Hitler would be incredibly cool. Uh, a converse, conversation would, with Mussolini or or Stalin or just just to see yeah just to see, just to see their point of view to yeah. understand it to yeah. to now obviously I'm not sympathizing with them they're not they are not, <laughs> model, not okay they are people. not model citizens by any means. but it would be really cool to see well yeah. you could have those conversations in VR yeah because you can you can model them 
Well, that would be weird for a developer. <laughs> it would. I'm, I'm more nerdy, and I I, I want to meet Tesla, and I want to have a conversation oh, with Tesla. That is a really good one. I mean, he was, yeah, he was so influential, and just to pick his brain, just to see what it would be like. Um, so going in the in the direction of, let's go back to history. So we're talking about not only can you now interact with people from history, uh, deceased people from history, and yeah. you have the ability to do that. But we're talking about engaging your students in history. Well, VR allows you to simulate environments. So if you wanted to really drive home, uh, short from actually going to Auschwitz, if you want to drive home what it was like for people in Auschwitz, you can simulate that in VR. Yep. And you have the ability then to really engage people in a way that they weren't engaged. That was probably one of the most breathtaking moments for me in the, in the Holocaust Museum. I had to travel to Washington to go see it. But when I was there, I'm like, man, this is insane. Mm -hmm. This is still thousands and thousands of kilometers away from where it actually happened. But there's still an element of, I was able to tactile feel and interact with it. And VR offers that in, yep. in, in maximizing for sure. Um, one of the things I do remember very vividly is when I failed my history class, I went to, to um, summer school for it and I got a 100. I completely crushed the class and it was not a regular, it was, it was just as difficult of a class from what I remember, but it was just more interesting. Yeah. And I re very vividly remember playing video games in that class. And, and these video games were uh, just text-based or, or uh, not text-based, but um, browser-based. So they yeah, was yeah, just, yeah. just on a computer yeah. and, and um, all it did was, was show you uh, it went through a, a battle of history or a battle through uh, World War II or World War I. I think it was World War I at the time. Mm -hmm. And you basically just played as the character that was narrating the story. And it was really neat. Um, another video game I remember very vividly from World War II would be Battlefield 1942. That was a really cool game. It's mm -hmm. got a lot of the, uh, the battles in it. It, it shows some of the uh, uh, offenses. And I read all of the, the lore for each each uh, battle, I, all of the stories for each battle. That was really interesting. Well, I remember those more than literally anything else. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can only imagine if I was in VR doing all of that, how would I not forget? How, how could I forget that stuff? Yeah. That's, that would yeah. be insane. I, I, I definitely, um, you know, you think about the, the one uh, phrase that I've heard so often in my life, I'm sure you have, it was those who, are, those who forget history are destined to repeat it. And I think that's just it, is that you're reading history from a textbook, you are so likely to forget that because there's no engagement there other yep. than the reading, other than the ingesting. But if you put if you put your new generation in a simulation of, of a world war, you put them in the actual trenches, make them feel what it was like to be there, that will hopefully really prevent them from wanting to see it happen in real life. Because they're like, I was, it was almost like I was there. Mm -hmm. That's not fun. I don't want to be in a scenario again. I'm going to do what I can to prevent that. Mm -hmm. um, now, I had a thought about geography and how VR can fix geography. And we've talked about this before, and I love it. Chernobyl, the Ukraine, oh. right? So Chernobyl. And, they, and, and <laughs> unfortunately, the simulation that we tried was not the grade A, but the idea was there. There are places in now, the world sorry, you can't go. Google Earth VR did it very well. They very, did, very yes, well. Yeah. There are places in the real world you cannot go for various reasons in the, the volcano, Chernobyl, uh, the, uh, the Antarctic. You can't really often get there, but you know, in VR you can. So you put yourself, yeah. How do you engage, how do you engage students in geography? 
put them in places they aren't allowed to go or they can't readily go. Yeah. And that's, yeah, we were talking about Google Earth really solved the problem of, do you want to go to China? Do you want to go to the Great Wall and see what it's like? Okay, go to the Great Wall. You don't have to fly there and go there. Now, I'm not discounting that you should go out and travel in the real world because I'm sure being there physically might actually give you that real you know, experience. Yeah, it's but, definitely different for sure. But VR is definitely making it accessible for more people. Absolutely. And, and we're talking about if you want to re-engage students, you've got to hit them where they're going to remember it. And, oh, absolutely. And the digital era is where we're in, and that's what most people are ingesting as their information. So It's coming. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I want to go to Fiji, both in real life and in VR, I think, at this point. Yeah. So. I mean, it's cool either way. Yeah. During a pandemic where you can't travel, uh, you know, like we said, this is where you can go to Google Earth VR yep. and go learn where all the borders actually are, but then go there. So. Well, if anybody wants to travel, make sure to hit us up, come over to Control V uh, and play some Google Earth. Google Earth is really cool. I've done some really neat things in that game and you can go anywhere. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, so hit us up at controlvarcade.com to book sessions anytime you'd like. Uh, and if you're looking to uh, run an arcade or or uh, run a business, make sure to check us out at virtualrealityfranchise.com. Uh, if you want to hit us up, ask us some weird questions or maybe some not so weird questions, uh, make sure to hit us up at I love VR, I-L-O-V-E-R at controlvrcade.com. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you guys in the next episode and see you later.